This is the United We Stand podcast following the game against West Ham United and before the game as well. Plenty to shout about. That's why I sound like I do now. This podcast is brought to you by Improve Easy. Improve Easy, helping United fans around the country save money on their energy bills by installing home improvement measures. Free solar panels, free boilers, free insulation wherever you are, not just in Manchester. You might be eligible for government funds. All you need to do is text the word EASY to 60777. See if you qualify. That's E-A-S-Y to 60777. The company's run by some good reds. Why not give it a go? You might be missing out. I'm outside Old Trafford now and... It looks like it's going to rain, but it's not predicted to rain. We don't want it to rain because we've New got United, a United, we stand out today. There you go. You just said it for me. It's out today. It's called United, we stand. Um, with Stu, who's selling the mag. How are you feeling about the game today? Um, you never know what's going to turn up. That's the, that's the, the one thing to say, isn't it? Unfortunately, week by week, you know, Thursday's game was a bizarre game. Should have been over and done yeah, with by half time. Hi, mate. You okay? Yeah, of course you can. Yeah. Yeah, the game should have been well over by half time, as we all know. And um, next minute we're holding on, we're three to up, send everyone up front for a corner, 94th minute, before we know it, it's three each. The flip side to that is that obviously if that had happened, we wouldn't have had that magical moment uh from, from Cobby. So, you know, brilliant for the lad. Um absolutely brilliant goal. Uh and, and what a talent he's gonna be for us for many years, hopefully. Uh, but going back to West Ham, obviously the game just before Christmas again was a very, very bizarre game where we ended up losing two 0 So, you know, playing terribly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd like to think, you know, that's still in the minds from six weeks ago, and right. a bit, a bit of payback, hopefully. I'd hope so. Are you optimistic that some sort of corner has been turned? <laughs> yeah, someone else wants a mag. Are you okay? Yes, mate. Yeah. yeah. Fortunately, not. Um, <laughs> this this season, I don't think I'm ever, ever going to be confident that we've turned a corner I just think this season just just needs to be over that sounds really, really, really pessimistic pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. I, you know fourth spot isn't a million miles away but I think we've got to put a run together and we keep saying that four or five games and that probably means that 11 which started on Thursday which Tenag I think would agree and admit is his best 11 starting that they they all need to, they would need to stay fit as well and, yeah. that, and that doesn't happen that, you know whether it's Baran whether it's Luke Shaw whether it's Casemiro so that, that's a problem in trying to put a run of four or five games together and I think if we if we do then we will possibly um, yeah Spurs slipped up yesterday or, you know winning 2-0 at Everton uh, I think we were at one point weren't they but ended up drawing two each anyway so it's that, that's that's the team we've got to aim for Spurs isn't it uh, but yeah we've got to go on a bit of a run and it's not easy we're at Villa next week aren't we Luton are doing really well at home that's the week after so Luton's an incredible story yeah. if they stay up I think that is a bigger Amazing. achievement than anyone winning the yeah. league well, so, so yeah I, I don't I, I never want to be pessimistic but I'm just I'm, I'm, I can't help but being unfortunately and I just can't help but thinking we should get through the next round of the FA Cups you, know, you, you never know what's in the quarterfinals but again, there's still some very big hitters in there who, who would have to beat in the semis or final to win a cup. I would be more optimistic than you. I think if those players do stay fit, then a run is possible. If, yeah. But you know, I'm not seeing any evidence of that so far this season. But yeah. I, I was encouraged by Wolves the other night. I thought that Cobby's come through as well. I think that Varane and um, Casimiro, Martinez will only get fitter. Hopefully. And I think Luke Shaw's a really important player as well. 
Well, let's see. Chris Bedding, how are you feeling about today, Chris? Yeah, yeah. I'm as positive today. as you United are, Andy. <laughs> um, and don't, I don't underestimate the importance of Luke Shaw as well. <laughs> what a difference he makes. Just calm, isn't it? Yeah. And he gives the team balance. He gives it width. Instead of having a, a right-footed left back cutting in all the time, we've got proper width. We use the whole pitch. Um, <clears throat> and Dallow as well. Come Playing on. well, isn't he? Yeah. I had a good chat with him the other day. He's a nice boy. Yeah. Probably having his best um, best football. So. Hi, mate. Okay. <clears throat> since, since he joined us, enjoying it a lot. Um, yeah, of course, yeah. You know. I used to worry about him defensively. I didn't think he got in the right positions. Thank you. Recording one now. His, bo- his body position on one-on-ones was wrong. That's right. He was too positive. He was giving the, the winger too much of a chance. But he seems to have corrected that. He had one the other week where he got it wrong as well. But going forward, um, where we sit in Old Trafford, he's, just, he's crossing just in front of us. He overhits too many, but he's so positive and he goes for it. And I like him in the warm-up as well. Well, he's geeing everyone up. Good Everybody- point, I'm sure. Where are you from, lads? Norway. Whereabouts? Oslo. All from Oslo. Yeah. Just come over for today. Yeah. Or we live in London, so. New United, we stand out today. Yeah. So you come up for it. Yeah. yeah. Last time we were here, we were Chelsea at home, so uh, it was a big game. Looking and we did to. well then, so hopefully yeah, we did yeah, yeah. as well. We've got big hopes. We've seen Man United nine times live, yeah. nine victories. Wow. Yep. So today, we got it. Wow. Yep. Yeah. I um, was speaking to some. Norwegians this week who in the media there are saying that their priority is Manchester City because of Haaland on television and Liverpool I was like whoa you know it's you common United sense but like yeah. their game I know Man United are much bigger than Manchester City there but noisy neighbours no yeah that City <laughs> and how their games are taking preference I suppose they're in a title race and Manchester United are not I'm going to go to um, India on Thursday with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer really yeah and um if you're in India listening to this and you want to go, uh, look on my Twitter for, for tickets. I think there's a few left. What, what do you think of Oli? Love the man. Yeah. He brought, he brought something back to the club, which we really missed. And, uh, but didn't, didn't go, get like quite all the way. It was a, it was a shame, but... Best manager since, since Fergie? Oli? Yeah. I think he's a great guy. He's, he's from the same place as my mother. I just ran into him at the shop when I was there. Christian Sund. Yeah, Christian Sund, exactly. And he's just such a friendly guy. And I thought he brought that spirit with him to the club as well. And I think his legacy, I mean, even though it didn't succeed the way he wanted to do, I think his legacy still lives on in that way. And the positiveness I think he brought to the club was, was so important. So. And the other manager today, David Moyes. Moise. Poison chalice. Slightly different reaction. <laughs> I will back him and say that he's a very decent person and he's a good football manager. And uh, the season watching him here was absolutely horrific as well. You know, you're, you're allowed to have all of these opinions. Score prediction today? 3 1. Who two? United. <laughs> the real two. United. Okay. There are two teams. <laughs> I think 2 0 to United. Rash- Rashford and Holland to score. 2 1. 3 1. 3-0. Okay, I'm assuming they're all for Manchester United yeah, to win. Are you ready? Um, I think that Manchester United will win, actually. I'm, I'm more optimistic than I have been for a little while, but I know that Moyes will do everything he can to be an absolute bastard. straight. <laughs> but let's see. But yeah, I, I do think Manchester United will win. I'm with uh, Benze. Nice to see you, mate. How are you? You happy or unhappy? I'm always happy, but I'm not happy with United. Right, I've not spoke to you for a few weeks. Why are you not happy? We keep conceding. Well, 
three goals at Wolves. It should have been dead and buried at half-time. I'll have to say now that goalkeeper, he's hanging on. He's got the, he's got till the end of the season for me. But he's, I don't know, got to give that other kid a chance. And Bruno, not happy with Bruno Fernandes. Why? I don't know, just... I don't know. If he spent as much time fucking trying to score as he does whinging, he'd be the fucking he'd get the golden boot every year. Honestly, in fact, if you go through the team, there's only Martinez, Ganacho, and Mainu. Please God, they don't fuck Mainu up for fuck's sake. You know what I mean? So he's been fantastic, hasn't he? Oh, that's what we want, kids from the academy. You know what it means to play for United. You weren't very complimentary about Marcus Rashford, even before all the latest stuff blew yeah, up. Yeah, still not. Get him out. Right. You don't want to be here on your way, Marcus. We've many of... George Best left. Cantona went. Beckham went. Man United, will be, Man United is bigger than all of them. Jim Ratcliffe has now made his move. When we first spoke about him, you, you said that you felt he didn't have a, quote, pot to piss in. Um, <laughs> he's now in a very important position at Manchester yeah, United. Yeah, and what's he done? Tell me what he's done. Well, he's not, not signed a deal yet, has he? Right. He's not been ratified yet. So he's not done anything, has he? No. So I'm, you, I, I'm, I'm coming in. I, I, I want to get in there. I've not signed a deal yet. So you, what, as like um, sports director, yeah. senior role? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, fucking definitely. I'm just trying to envisage you going in a Manchester United suit to Liverpool away <laughs> or Leeds away and having to glad hand opposite directors and not having to go up should Manchester United score away at Anfield. Yeah. You, you wouldn't be able to do that. No, of course you wouldn't. <laughs> But I don't know. We, I don't know what's happening in here. It's. Are you optimistic about them not being the Glazers? What do you mean optimistic? Well, Ineos are putting their own money in. Let's wait and see. Yeah. Because they haven't done anything yet, have they? Well, they, they haven't done they've anything. Met staff and staff have been impressed by them, and yeah, I've met a load of staff here. They're impressed by me. Let's wait and see what they do. Maybe I should start writing, writing articles about people who've met Binzi. <laughs> and what Binzi's promising. I'm not interested in me. I'm interested in United getting back on top where he should be. Like the Spanish clubs, Madrid and Barca and Bayern. Struggling. Well, Bayern. everyone struggles. But I tell you what, though, they will get back on top, won't they? Yeah. And it won't take them fucking ten years. Um, is it a struggle with your blue mates at the moment? No, dangerous. Take the notice of them. Fucking hell. Brown envelope gang. Fuck off. <laughs> Everything that's wrong about football now, the money, it's ruined the game. Fucking greed. It's terrible. It's all about money. I'd love to see Pep Guardiola manage a team where he hasn't got... He can buy you whoever he wants and leave him in the reserves all season. Pay 40 million for them. Do you know what I mean? You're not convinced by him as a manager? No. Pep? Yeah, no, I'm not. Just won the treble. Yeah, we done that. We, we won it, not with fucking five billion of players. You know what I mean? What would you do if you seen him in the street in around your way? Nothing. Not interested in him. You blank him? Yeah, but not interested in him. Yeah. Means nothing to me. Yeah. I've got to be honest. I feel very similar. I just like... 
Yeah. I don't. Nothing. It just feels all very hollow to me. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Yeah. Hi, Keith. It's all. Um, what do you call it? Like you said, it's. That's not football. Yeah. To me, the, the yo-yo club, aren't they, say? You know what it is? It's like the scruffiest family on the estate winning the lottery. And I think I've seen that quote in your magazine. Very intelligent quote, that. You a keen reader of United We Stand, Vincent? I read everything about United. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. You and uh, Red Issue was all right. Yeah? Yours and Red... But don't know what's happened to them. Are they still about? No. They stopped um, January 2015. Money? Just got sick of it. No, it's nothing to do with money. Just got. No, I mean, could they afford to keep doing it? Yeah, they could. I think it was doing all right. I know it was doing yeah. all right. I think they got they got sick of, of modern football and what it had become. I've got a few friends like that. And just for I've no. got a mate, he goes and watches West Didsbury and Chilton. Oh, he's a hipster then, yeah? <laughs> hummus and fucking exactly. Nambred or whatever it exactly. is he fucking have. Do you eat hummus and now Do I? Fuck. <laughs> Where's your mate from who goes to watch her? Well, he was from Moss Side, but now he lives in Hale. Right. So he goes and watches West Oh, he was a mad red. Was it? Yeah. Brian Robson was his hero and players like that when we were shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he can't stand this game. This, he can't stand the players now. So he goes and has like... Soya beans at West Didsbury yeah. with the hipsters. Yeah. They're getting like six or seven hundred. They used to get fifty. One of my little brothers used to play for him. Yeah. Briefly. But um I've I've seen my other brothers play down there. They made Sky Sports News, weren't there an incident at Berry or something? No. Yeah. That was a few weeks well, Berry ago. Well are getting really good crowds, they're starting out again very low down. And uh, if you had to have a non-league team, what would the perfect non-league team be be for you? You're not obviously a man for hummus. No. What would you be looking for if you went to watch Salford, it? Salford, oh, well, they're thingy. Yeah. United, if it's not United, I'm not interested. Ryan Giggs is over there. Where? He's, he's over there, he's in hotel football. He's just yeah. fucking messaged me. He's zoomed in on a picture of me, so he's spying on me. <laughs> he's up there somewhere. He's up there, he? I'm just talking. He's probably watching us now. Yeah. There, there he is. Where? He's in that room there. <laughs> No, it's just United. Just United. Just United. Yeah. No time for non-league. Nothing. None of no, that. No. Just United. I told you, my dad brought me here. Yeah. Best law, Charlton, Creran, Tony Dunn, John Fitzpatrick. What a player. Where, um, whereabouts did you, you go when you first came here? Which part of the ground? Uh, the paddocks with my dad, and then I went in the Stratford End. Made me way round to yeah. the scoreboard yeah, paddock. United Road. Yeah. Case stand with. The yeah. proper reds. Yeah, I love K-Stand. Yeah. I moved into K-Stand in 91. One of my first games, I took an air horn. I was only 17. I thought I'd get the atmosphere going. I got this air horn going. All the people around me looked to me. They're going to fucking throttle me. <laughs> you learned on one day. It's a yeah, learning curve, innit? Yeah. Didn't take the air horn to the next game. Yeah. Um, West Ham today. Old I'll tell you one thing, they'll definitely score. Yeah. yeah. I fucking hate West Ham. I fucking hate Why do you hate West Ham? Because they're jealous as fuck of United. You know, in the 80s, it was a hard, rough place to go, a dangerous place to go. You, I remember once. But if there's any Reds out there, yeah. 1981. Yeah. Go 
go on. West Ham away. Right, you're smiling now. Yeah. Come alive in the interview. Uh, yeah. Go on, what happened? Fucking, what happened? We took over the fucking So you place. went down there looking forward to a game of football? With a few other people. Right, where did you go to? Uh, that Green Street, the Boulder. I... Listen, we took over the place. So you, you, you walked there into the It was a Courtney Reddy who was with us. He's no longer here. Roy Downs. Right. Yeah, big name. Didn't really know him. I knew yeah. who he was. How old were you then? Young uh, lad. 8, 58. 78. 23. So you're walking up Tupton Park. Young Binsey. Yeah. You walk into a pub. You just want to... Not at the front. I was right. a bit behind the ones at the front. Right. There was some animals there. And you, you walked up to their pub and all you just wanted was an honest pint. We, we wanted to discuss football with East End Cockney wankers. So what happens when you arrive at the Cockney at, Reds at the pub? They weren't there. Right. So we what just did you took do over. then? We ran a mock around the place. Did you? Yeah. 1981. There'd be Reds out there. And no there. West Ham came for you. No. None at all. No, no. No. And by the time, you know the usual. Please get on it. Was there a time there when you went where there was trouble? I remember once you all got off a of play stoke, plasto. I wasn't at that, that was a night match, but yeah. I know a few who were there. Yeah. It got a bit dangerous. rough. Yeah. yeah. No, not at first it wasn't. I don't know what happened. Somebody here told them so about the meeting place. Your respect for the, the ICF um, as a hooligan firm? What, the inner city fanny merchants? Right. Yeah, that's what they are to me. Yeah. You I met some of them, them once on Cologne Station. Right. And yeah. what did you say? Nice to meet you. I'm an adversary. <laughs> I would love Think to. Think of shoplifting. Right. Armani. Prediction the... for today? Oh, 3-1. G-United. Yeah. Manchester United. Bit more of the first half at Wolves. Was brilliant, that, mate. Enjoyed it. Fucking um, brilliant. David Moyes? Can't stand him. No? Should never have got the fucking job. Yeah. I should have got the job before him. Yeah. What's his claim to fame? He kept Everton in the Premier League for 10 years. I'm just trying to think, if you were put in a senior position at Manchester United, where you had to do post-match interviews after a defeat, you'd end up throttling the fucking journalist and the camera. Very diplomatic, Andy. I'm at to face judges and lawyers. I'm very diplomatic. And have you ever fared well against the judges? Now and again. Yeah? Not very often. What's the biggest ticking off you've had from a judge? (laughs) Where they've said to you, they're just disgusted by you and you're going so down you've got three years to sort this out really yeah really so you, that, that that was his way of telling you the sentence <laughs> yeah. you've got three years to have a think about things so you get led down then and yeah. which prison do you go to strange ways strange ways here we come <laughs> Binsy here we come <laughs> what's it like in strange ways I don't know now it was a long time when I was there there was no toilets in the cells fucking when, Victorian place it was so where, where if you needed a pee what do you do you have to fucking put the flap down. Really? Yeah. Slop out, they called it. Really? Yeah. So you were I don't there. want to go there now. Fucking hell, Andy. That so you were there before important. the riots? Yeah. Before, when the conditions were... That's what probably caused them. The yeah. Con- My brother was in the riots. Was he? Yeah. Good. What? Actively involved in them? Well, you had to. What? They all got involved in it, didn't they? Yeah. You know what I mean? Thank the fuck I wasn't there. Once them played days, them. them days, those are dark days, man. Yeah. They're, they're gone behind For you? Me. For you personally? Yeah. You're, you're in a, a I'm an bright, old, I'm a pensioner now. You're, a bright, you're in a bright chapter of your life now. Yeah, yeah. Do you drink alcohol? Not at all. Don't, don't take drugs, don't drink, don't, don't gamble. You? Just love United. That's it. So if I got you out socially though this year, you'd still come, wouldn't you? You, don't, you could have like a, a yeah, lemonade or something we, like yeah, that. Yeah, we can have a, now and again, we can break out, cabin fever. You, know you got any mean? trips planned with your missus? We might Tenerife, that's it for me. Yeah. 
I don't like getting on aeroplanes as it fucking is. <laughs> Some cunt with a rucksack. Fuck me, I'm only going to fucking Tenerife for a week. What do you mean with a rucksack? <laughs> what? Someone might have a bomb in a rucksack. Sure heck, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's, that's why you have air support security. Fucking hell, they're fucking useless. <laughs> you don't have high confidence in this. <laughs> The airline industry security measures. No. So when you're on a plane, four hours to Tenerife, you're always on edge. Yeah. Have a bit of remedy on me fucking tongue. What's remedy? It's like a herbal thing, calms right. you down. So you sit there, you calm down. <laughs> yeah. And if you're not, you'd be throttling people. <laughs> no. You fucking would. No, I've learned to be calm over the years. Got to see me pally. All right, mate. Right, I'm... What's your name? Donica. How old are you? Seven. You're seven? When you eight? On the 23rd of February. Oh, so you're looking forward to your 8th birthday? Yes. And where do you live? Lambay View, in Ross. Uh, okay. Maybe a lot of the people listening to this podcast won't know the, pers- the specific street. Which city? Ireland. Oh, you're in Ireland, the city of Ireland. Dublin. Uh, oh, Dublin, Ireland. Okay. Can I, who's your favourite United player? Granato. Second favourite? Um, Rashford. Are you okay? So you like Rashford? Yeah, okay. That's a rare positive for him on this podcast. <laughs> a rare win for for Marcus on this one. Um, go on then. Who's going to score today? Hoyland, Mainu, and Granato. When you you go to school near Dublin, who do the other kids in your class support? Some Man United. Well, well they don't really like football. Like some of them support Man United. Any Liverpool? No. Any Man City? No. Right? <laughs> Sound? <laughs> um, I stayed at your house about seven years ago, you know. You were only little, but your mum and dad were very generous and put me up for the night when Man United played Sampdoria, I think yes. it was. I yeah, I couldn't, get, I, couldn't, I couldn't get a hotel. So um, that was good. Dad, prediction for today? We said on the way over 2-1. It's, they'll grind it out. I've just seen a couple of lads walking past, one with a Von Dutch cap on and one with a West Ham United cap on. And I know the type of people I like to get on this podcast. And I asked this young gentleman, expecting him to start talking like Jelly Deals, Cockney accent. You're a West Ham from where? Hermston. I'm from Hermston. You're from Hermston as well? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, right. This is from. And you're a proper West Ham yeah, fan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long have you followed West Ham? Since I was. I can't remember since I was about seven, and seven you, or eight. You go to the match? Yeah, I go to as many as I can, yeah. Yeah, work stops me from getting down London a lot, but uh, yeah, I, managed to get, I was lucky enough to get a ticket today. How old are you? I'm 59. Right, what school did you go to? I went to Barton Clough. Right. Uh, and then I went to uh, Stratford Grammar. Right. Just down the road here. I grew up about 200 metres from Barton Clough, um, <laughs> near Humphrey Park Railway Station. Um, wow. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, you're just from right, where I'm from yeah. is 80% United, and and even the city fans from there yeah, would would, would admit that. Yeah. And the um, the 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 proper the proper city fans, you know, the the yeah, yeah. mates of mine who've gone for ages. Yeah, through thick and thin. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know, they they call themselves Blues in Bandit Country, and um, <laughs> but I've never heard of a West Ham fan from Urmston Stratford. Yeah. The, Why? The, I don't know. Uh, dropped on the head as a baby. Don't know. 
you, you may, you may, well, you're probably you're not as old as me, that's for sure. But there was a thing on Sundays when they used to replay the games. Yeah. There was a thing called the big match with Brian, yeah. Brian Moore. Yeah, yeah, quite, I remember. And uh, West Ham games always used to be quite entertaining. They didn't always win. Yeah. But there was always loads of goals, loads of excitement. And I think the fact that the fans were so close to the pitch as well. Um, you know the chicken run and the famous chicken run and everything like it was really good atmospheres and I enjoyed watching those games even if they didn't win and I just latched on to him as a kid and I'd, basically I'd, I didn't have a dad so was, my mum was a single parent so I had no one to guide me to any particular team and I just gravitated towards West Ham and that was it yeah. this is mad yeah it's bonkers isn't it do you miss you mentioned the chicken run do you miss Upton Park yeah yeah, I think you've got to, haven't you? Because there's no, there was no place like it. You know, especially under the lights, there was no place like it. It's you know? intimidating, it's. Uh... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, I, I went, when I couldn't get a ticket, I went down there with a few Man City fans and ended up in the city end. I was shitting myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because it was <laughs> it's full on, isn't it? It is full on. Yeah. And yeah. the new place, are you a fan of it? Uh, I don't know. Um, look, there's a lot. It's, it's all gone very corporate, hasn't it? It's all. It's all about money now. You know, and they just try to take over as much money as they can. Um, I think it's hard to get to uh, for a lot of people and hard to get away from. Especially from Ermston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's an overnight job, isn't it? It is, but, you know. Um, yeah, I, I think there's positives and negatives for it. Um, you know, I, I go to more away games anyhow. Yeah, because a lot. Uh, so you'll yeah. do like the away games in the north? Yeah, 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 in the north, Midlands. And you're in the way end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You're, you're fully like member, and yeah, that's how you get. No, your no, we, we, th- this is the thing you see. I'm, I'm part of a chat group. Right. Uh, who, some guys that we met in Prague yeah. uh, when we went out for the, for the uh, final. Europe. Yeah. yeah. And um, sometimes they, they can't go, so I'll just yeah, I'll get. You like a off northern, like, northern, northern hammer, northwest hammer. hammer, yeah, yeah, northwest hammer. Yeah. yeah. I'll put that's them on the map. Cool. There's, there's, there's plenty of us, and you, they're from all weird and wonderful places. You wouldn't believe. Uh, you know, the ones we met when we were in Prague were from places like North Wales, Wrexham, you know, that, that place. All with their own yeah. stories. Yeah, yeah. David Moyes, discuss. Is there much to discuss? I mean... You having the, him? Um, I was having him. Not so much now. Not so much now. I think he's taken us as far as he as, as he can. Um, we, we, we were lacking invention the other night against Bournemouth. Clueless, really. Anyway, you know, anyone who puts four defensive midfielders on the pitch at once, they want the bumps feeling, really. Uh, there were options there. He could, he could have played Corne. He didn't play Danny Ings from the start, which was crazy. He had a good game against Sheffield. Um, you know, so for me, I think he's, um, yeah, he's limited in terms of his tactics. Um, and I think he's taken us as far as we can go. I think we need uh, fresh change, fresh, uh, fresh outlook, change of ideas. Um, there's some talented players, but they're going to be off-ski. If, um, Who are your if, best players? Well, Pakatar, Kudus, Bowen for sure. Um, I like Emerson. I was, I was a bit unsure when he first signed from Chelsea, but no, I like him. Uh, he gives everything. You know, he's, he's our best, I, I would say. So I think uh, Emerson's probably our player of the season, Ben, isn't he? Yeah, he was, he was yeah, yeah. best player in the You're West Ham as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where are you yeah. from? I'm from same place, Manchester. Right. So this is my dad, isn't it? Right. So, so, you, so you follow because your dad's West Ham? No, no, that's not. So basically, when I was a kid, I've got uncles that are all Man United, City and all that. I had City shirts and Man United shirts as a, as a little kid. And then uh, one day, my dad was going to Bolton away. We got thrashed for 4 0, was it? 4 0. And I remember I went with him and I just loved the atmosphere and I was like, yeah, I'm just going to support these. Because like, I was never drawn to any sort of team either. Like, because my dad never wanted to force me to support West Ham. He wanted me to choose West Ham myself, if anything. So I just chose to support them. And I remember in school, everyone taking Mick out Which of me. School? And stuff. I went to David Hume. Yeah. And then I went to Nutsford. Right. After. So, yeah, I got a piss taken out of me a little bit. Because you were West Ham. Yeah. 
I also remember West Ham fans. Um, I think they were singing. I remember them coming here, Billy Bonds, Claret, Blue Army, but FA Cup semi final at Villa Park. And you got battered. This was in the yeah. early 90s. Yeah, it was the Keith Hackett semi final against Forest. Was that the game against Forest? I mean, the atmosphere. Yeah. You got louder and louder as the goals went in. I know, I know. And that's, um, that's how we are. Yeah. You know, it doesn't really matter whether we're winning or losing as long as we're giving everything. And that's all West Ham fans ever want from players is to give, to give everything so every Prague time. So Prague must have made a buzz then. Oh, it was mental. Yeah, I didn't get into the ground, but then the ground only held at 18,000. Yeah. But there was like 22, 23,000 in the fan zone, yeah, and it was uh, it was a proper gig. Yeah, it was And Moy, David Moyes dancing. I mean, it's, yeah, it's, no. it's, it's quite a serious Keep it to man. your bedroom, David. Like, honest to God. I loved him for that. I know, I mean, it was, it was touching. And it also... Was, his dad as well, it was touching. It, oh, his, his, his yeah, dad yeah. is... Um, He's a, he's a very nice man, his dad. Yeah, um, it, it, it was Also, during Covid, David's wife said to him, you do me head in, get, in, get out the house <laughs> and help people. So he did a bit of charity work during Covid. He hired a yeah. van and yeah. he'd drive around Lancashire and people would answer the door and say, you know, you look like that football manager, David Moyes. He said, he'd say, they always say that. And it was him. And he'd yeah. go back over and his wife said, I told you not to come back for six hours. <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a funny side to him. I know him. Right. There's a really good side to it. Yeah, him. I think the sense of I think the job gets to you. Yeah. I think you know the pressure of the job gets to you, ages you quickly. Look at Jurgen yeah. Klopp. Yeah. Look how old he looks compared to when he first started at Liverpool. Yeah. The job the job is a very high pressure job. Yeah. And you know, you, you the fair play for the money they get, they, they earn it. Because yeah. they're never out of the firing line yeah. at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's not a minute's piece, is there? No. You know what I mean? It's decent. Um, I have little mad interchanges with him, so I was, I was with Anderson, the old Man United player, a few weeks ago in Brazil. Right. And I know it, he drove Moisey mad. And I just sent him a big I, day. I, I can and imagine why. And, and Moisey's like, uh, brilliant, brilliant, send him, you know, my best wishes and everything. So he's, he's quite magnanimous after, after yeah. the event. And I'm yeah. thinking, Anderson was costing you games because he... Yeah probably wasn't being as professional as he should have been in terms of diet and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Score prediction today? Uh, I, I think we're going to be on the on the end of a bit of a thumping, sadly. Um, you? A draw. We were terrible at your place before Christmas. Yeah. Terrible. Um, yeah, you weren't good. I mean, I, I just... I, but do, do you know what? It was a funny time because there was a lot of games, wasn't yeah. there? There was a lot of oh, games. We were still terrible. But, um, but you, you seem to have got a bit of rhythm now. Wolves um, was good the other night. Wolves was good the other night. I know you, you were, you, you soft, obviously Newport was, yeah. Yeah, I know you let two in, but you just relaxed a bit. Yeah. Uh, that was that was a canter that, to be fair. Um, you know, and we were so bad the other night against Bournemouth that I just can't see how we can lift ourselves enough to get a result today. I, I just can't. The, you know, after the two results you've had, you know, um, just, just recently. I'm nodding along because I want to agree with you, but I've also seen how bad we've been this season and how yeah, bad we were against you. A lot of people I speak you. to have, have said the same, you know, like, oh, you, you know, you'll turn us over. You'll, I, I don't see it, but, well, look, if we do, great. You know what I mean? I'm, uh, I'm you know, I'll be buzzing, but, uh, yeah. Thanks for your time. Where are you from, mate? Istanbul, Turkey. So you're a Turkish Man United fan? Yes, yes. Sir. Why not Fenerbahce, Galatasaray, Besiktas? Yeah. No, I... I'm actually a Bursa Sport fan in yeah, Turkey. Yeah. Uh, you know Bursa Sport yeah. uh, in Champions League. Yeah, I went there. But, but in uh, global way, I am a Man United fan. And uh, so I'm coming from to watch the game. Uh, second time. This this uh, this is my second time. I hope I keep my record. Uh, the first time was 2-0 win over Manchester City. I hope I keep the same. Brilliant. Thank you. Prediction today? Uh, I think 2-0 this time. Thank you, mate. And tell me one thing, the goalkeeper, what's he like? Uh, I don't uh, know much him about because I don't uh, watch Turkish football in Turkey. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I want to tell you about AG1. We've just received 
a nice smart package AG1 is empowering people to take ownership of their health designed by scientists. It's a comprehensive and convenient blend of over 70 high quality ingredients. AG1 is a powerfully simple supplement with vitamins, minerals, whole food, source nutrients and more. You just take a single scoop that takes seconds to mix in the morning. You drink it, it helps to support your brain, heart, energy and immune health. AG1 is designed to support your body's needs every day. It's here to make healthy habits beautifully easy for you. Just one scoop, once a day, one glass of water, all in less than one minute. You take AG1 in the morning and benefits include focus and energy, immune health, stress and mood balance, healthy aging, nutrient replenishment, helps your skin, hair and nails. AG1 uses the highest quality ingredients, the strictest manufacturing standards. It's an effortless daily habit and the benefits and long-term investment in your health will pay off. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go and have a look for more details. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash united we stand. That's drinkag1.com forward slash united we stand. Check it out. Listen to that roar. Hoyland has just scored a belter to put Manchester United ahead after 22 minutes and now he's loving it. He's dancing on one leg with his hands under his thighs. I think that must be a Danish thing. Took that really well. Running at the West Ham defenders. He's now pointing at the camera. That is a man loving life. So that started from... They turned beautiful on his left foot. Casimiro won the ball for him to get that. He's on his left and then he shoots with his right into the corner. Left, 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 bang, right. Oh, that's wonderful to watch. And there he is doing his dance. Need, need to ask him the significance of that. I'm sat with Paddy Creran. What did you think of that, Paddy? Terrific goal, that. Absolutely terrific goal. He's now scored on each of his last Premier League matches. He's more prolific than you ever were. <laughs> that wouldn't be difficult. He's a bit quicker than I you. thought he was going to be you for the first three months when he wasn't <laughs> scoring, but now he's... It's a good sign, isn't it, oh, Paddy? It's very difficult to come here and, and start off like, like a star. And a supposed star. It takes a while to settle down. It happens to every player when they come here. It's such a big club, you know. Alan, did you take to settle? Oh, but three months cup final. Okay, sixty-three I, I, cup I, I final. Came, I know, came here. I came here in February. February the sixth, believe it or not. Yes, I, I do believe it. Yeah. So, well, this has been good because West Ham have actually threatened uh, several times. Anana made a wonderful uh, reflex save. Did you fancy West Ham away from home? I don't fancy West Ham. I fancy Manchester United today, but... Yeah, but you 
No, I'm, I'm almost reluctant to say it because Manchester United are so <laughs> fragile this season. But anyway, going a goal up with a really good goal from a player who's starting Terrific to score goal. is um, a very encouraging sign. Wow, a happy old Trafford. We've not had that so many times this season, but it's now Manchester United 2, West Ham 0. I realised that's the most dangerous scoreline for you, Manchester United, this season, and that two goal leads have been lost several times before. But I sense this is different. I just do, and I might be wrong. But no, I think this is... Uh, even though West Ham had more... Uh, shots on goal in the first half Manchester United had more possession and two goals have been fantastic so Garnacho struck the ball towards goal and it was deflected in and then three of the young lads just sat on the advertising hoarding and I think that picture might become pretty iconic I'm not saying it's like the three workers sat on the, the girder in New York City as they built a skyscraper and a replica of that is now a tourist attraction, but I just saw there with, um... oh, oh! Yogo Delo shooting from midfield, with Hoyland grinning and, and Garnacho and Kobe Mainu. Yeah, I can see something coming out of this and it's not bad, it's a positive thing. So there's 53 minutes gone, Paddy Crerand. Uh, what did you make of the goal then from Garnacho? Oh, it's been a terrific goal in actual fight, but they're comfortable now, United, aren't they? They'll score can again, you... I think, before yeah. the end. Can we ever say this team are comfortable, given how many times they've lost <laughs> the, the lead? <laughs> I know, but this is West Ham they're playing, and West Ham away from home are not very yeah. good. Yeah, it's West Ham who are now attacking four against three, Paddy. But Anana saves it. Anana's made a few important saves today, hasn't he? Well, if he hits that... The way he should have hit it, that should have been the back of the net, but obviously it wasn't. It's straight in the goalkeeper's hand. But they're giving the ball away very easily at the moment, United. There's a long time to go still. Um, well, you think if they get a goal, what a lift that would be for them. We've got the two goals already, but West Ham have now been attacking these last couple of minutes. Which United players have impressed you today? I think as a, as a team, that, I mean, there's. United don't have, I don't think United have got players like George Best or Dennis Law or somebody like that. Or you, you're about to say. Oh, not me, but, but they're, they're a good all-round team, I mean, they're a good all-round team. They're good in the middle of the park, United, which is very important for anybody, any team. If your midfield does well, you're going to do well. Let's see now. You must get fed up sitting beside me. I've loved sitting next to you. I think, the, I think the world of you, it takes me back to when we did the autobiography together and I spent a lot of time I with you. How can you forget? It's your own life story. I know, I forgot all about it. And, and, and just tweeting a picture out of you, so much love came in for you. And I think it's really nice to see. And then when we went down and had a cup of tea at half time and you, you were moaning that I didn't put enough milk sugar. in your sugar. Um, and the people coming up to you, it's really nice. And, um, Maybe that's respect for all Well, I think people are rightly respectful of you oh. because of the service you gave to this football club as a, as a player. And you can see that when I walk around with you. How old are you now? 84. 84. What an age. How do you feel? 
I'm in the gym every day with a pal of mine, and this pal of mine's got all the Manchester City training gear on. It's Vinny? Vinny, yeah. <laughs> Vinny's a very well-known uh, Manchester Vinny, character. He, he is very well-known. He's got a season ticket here, yeah. as well as at City. But he's a City fan. So you go to the gym, but do you actually use any of the machines, or do you just stand no, there having no, a coffee? No, I don't. I use what, all what do you do things. in the gym? I do a few weights, a lot of body work. Body work and weights, that's it. It's not easy as you get older. Well, I'm sure it isn't, but you, you, 84 is a fine age, isn't it? Bloody hell, I can't mm. believe it. Here's now attacking down the right-hand side at the, towards the Stratford end goal. He finds Bruno Fernandes who shoots, the shot's deflected. Marcus Rashford has a shot and shoots right into the second tier of the Stratford end and absolutely curses himself. But it's a good sign that Manchester United are attacking. Yeah, but, but yeah, he gets very angry with some Sale Marcus Rashford, yeah. doesn't he? It? Yeah. It's, it's a uh, great chance, actually. It was a good chance. As well. It's another goal. Manchester United 3, West Ham United 0. 83 minutes gone. And again, it's Garnacho. And again, he's gone to sit on the advertising hoarding. What did that say before the game, the score would be? What did you say it was going to be, Paddy? 3-0. 3-0? <laughs> yeah, but you said to West Ham. <laughs> oh, this is very enjoyable. So, Scott McTominay won the ball in midfield, ran forward with the ball, waited the pass beautifully to Garnacho, who made that finish look very easy. He did, didn't he? Yeah. But Scott McTominay was key to that. It's a perfect pass. And in the Dog's a perfect finish when it finishes up in the back of the air. Yeah, it is, it is, but 3 0. Wow. I wish it was a gamble, Andy, and a bit 3 0. I said 3 0. You would have bet. West Ham fans are now leaving, you can see spaces in the away end, and Manchester United fans are singing the following. You've seen United now fuck off home. <laughs> the television cameras pan to a picture of the Busby babes. Yeah, it's it's close to the anniversary. And listen to the roar. Ah, that's great. Eric, Eric um, it was a really good day at the office on the ball, but Lissandro Martinez's injury has taken a shine off it. What is the situation and how bad does it look? Uh, uh, I can't say um, that it doesn't look good. So uh, there's a big concern, but we have to wait coming days uh, what is um, the diagnosis, and then we can tell you more. So, so it looked like a knee injury, and I guess that will be scanned in the coming. Is that what the uh, process is? Yeah, of course, we do everything to get the right diagnosis and uh, see um, what is the damage. Is it, how is he? Oh, uh, yeah, he, he's, very, he's very sad, very disappointing. Um, we are all, and we, we feel really with him. Um, it's, it's, first of all, it's a personal disaster uh, when it's really bad, but uh, let's wait what it is. But also for the team, it's really bad because he definitely brings us a lot. Yeah. Um, that's three minutes on trot for the second time this season. Three wins in a row for only yeah. the second season. You scored 11 goals. Do you feel you start to get that bit of consistency you were looking for 
particularly being more clinical, which you weren't earlier in the season? Yeah, but <laughs> you, you didn't believe me all. But when you, oh, I <laughs> no one. I have seen all your oh, <laughs> all your briefing. But but it's not my job. I have to analyze clinical calm and um, so we have now a team. Uh, what is in balance uh, on the pitch, and then we can play better. And also, there you see the progress is coming, and uh, we we bought players in the summer for the future. Uh, we also we make choices to uh, give players who deserved it to give opportunities in the first team as Canacho and, uh, and Mino. Uh, but as Mino in the second game against Madrid okay, gets a real bad injury, yeah, then uh, all the plans you have, you have to adapt. Um, uh, Hoyland, uh, he, he had a period, he uh, came too late in, uh, young, but you see uh, he's progressing. And when there is a consistent team in his back with routines, uh, they will serve him better. And then you see a front line in, um, uh, who's in balance. And I think it's a threat for every opponent. And then also you see there is, uh, they enjoy it uh, to play football. And they enjoy it to give opponent problems. They want to do it in togetherness. And the picture uh, covered a lot, I think, and the three youngsters celebrating together. Uh, and it's not about one player, it's about a team. And that is what I have seen today. It looked like a team. Uh, 11 defending, 11 attacking. And for me, yeah, it was enjoyable to watch. Sorry, when you say we didn't believe you. How easy is it as a manager to believe? Because if results don't go right as managers, you, you can lose your job. But if you know that there's something there, you have to convince people at the club. How easy is it to believe what you're saying will come true? No, I'm not telling you that we are there where we want, but you see the potential. But you can only work on the potential when a team is available and uh, when certain positions are not available you have to be creative i think we had times in the season where every time we have to adapt to put even a, 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 an 11 out and yeah, now in this moment we don't have but then yeah, the injury is coming from Licha martinez so i don't hope you we go back again in such a process uh, we want to stay away from it uh, we want to work on the team and, yeah, and I know it's not about 11 players, it's about 15, 16 players. Uh, so I hope we can keep them all fit. And I think then uh, we can still achieve a lot in this season because in this Premier League, everyone is killing everyone. And for us, uh, approaches go from final to final. This, this is a very emotional time for the club. With the communicators, the anniversary coming up. Is it making more pleasing when you see them, the team playing as well as they are, but it's three youngsters, Hoyland, Maynard and Garnacho, who, who are at the forefront of the, the recent form? Yeah, of course. And, but um, as I said, that was, was our plan um, before the season, uh, because we, we saw the potential from those players. But yeah, they need, of course, games, they need experience. And the only way you can get this is to play in that first team. Uh, to to get the opposition and and then adapt and when they have the right attitude I and mean, when they keep doing this in togetherness 
uh, or, uh, and in that attitude to improve every day, yeah, then uh, I'm convinced they can achieve very high levels. Yeah, but last question, Andy. Can, can I add? But they need the experienced players. Huh? They, and the experienced players who achieved everything to help them, huh? to, um, to put them in the right positions and to put them also in the right moments in the right attitude. First time this season um, in the league that the team have won by more than one goal at, at home, and you've talked about the attackers. But can I ask you about the defenders? Why was it different to to Wolves? The team has been conceding a lot. What what's changed today, and how do you assess the performance of the defence? Ah, it's only one game, so don't uh, go and celebrate this too much. Going out tonight to celebrate it. No, we. Uh, I don't think we have reasons in this moment, in this moment to do it, but uh, for today uh, we are pleased with it. Um, but <coughs> you need routines to get consistent performances, and so uh, you have made decisions. You have to make decisions in a split second, and when um, you every time you have to swap your team, you have to swap your centre half, you have to swap your back four. Uh, Positioning the right fullback to the left fullback, and then uh, and then swap back again, um, and all those adjustments, all those are rules and principles. Who they know? It's about uh, looking at each other, take the right decisions. And uh, top football is about details. And when one detail does, one detail doesn't work, uh, you concede goals, and then you're following the facts. And we had that too much this season.